All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Guru and Goranga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale, Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Niti Namane, Namaste Saraswati Deve, Gauravani Pacharne, Nivasesas and Nivadi Paskachade Satarane. Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagana Ravanatam Vitamstam Sajivam Sadvaitam Sadvadutam Padijana Sahita Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sagana Lalita Shri Vishakam Vitamscha Panchakalpajibhishaki Pasindaviyavata Padijanam Pamaneva Vaishnavan Mooni Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 24, Text 29. This is on January 20th, 2021, Hawaii or the Internet. Swadharma nishta sata janma bi puman. Virin shatamititata paramimam. Avyakritam bhagavatotva vaishnavam. Param yataham de Buddha kalatyaye. Swadharma Nishta. One who is situated in his own dharma or occupation. Sacha Janmabhi. For one hundred births. Puman. A living entity. Varinchatam. The post of Lord Brahma. Eti. Gets. Tataha. Thereafter. Param. Above. He. Certainly. Mom. 
attains me. Avyakritam. Without deviation. Bhagavataha. Under the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Atta. Therefore. Vaishnavam. A pure devotee of the Lord. Padam. Post. Yata. As. Aham. I. The Buddha. Demigods. Kala Achaye. After the annihilation of the material world. Muted. Unmuted. Srila Prabhupada's translation. A person who executes his occupational duty properly for 100 births becomes qualified to occupy the post of Brahma. And if he becomes more qualified, he can approach Lord Shiva. A person who is directly surrendered to Lord Krishna or Vishnu in unalloyed devotional service is immediately promoted to the spiritual planets. Lord Shiva and other demigods attain these planets after the destruction of this material world. One second, I have... Never mind. Okay. Srila Prabhupada's purport. This verse gives an idea of the highest perfection of the evolutionary process. As described by the Vaishnava poet Jayadev Goswami, Pralaya Payodi Jale Dritavan Asivedam, let us begin tracing the evolutionary process from the point of devastation, Pralaya, when the whole universe is filled with water. At that time, there are many fishes and other aquatics. And from these aquatics evolved creepers, trees, etc. From these insects and reptiles evolved, and from them births, beads, and then human beings, and finally civilized human beings. Now the civilized human being is at a junction where he can make further evolutionary progress in spiritual life. Here it is stated, Swadharma Nishtaha, that when a living entity comes to a civilized form of life, there must be Swadharma, social divisions according to one's work and qualifications. This is indicated in the Bhagavad Gita 4.13, Chaturvanyamayashristamgunakarmavibhagashtaha. According to the three modes of material nature and the work ascribed to them, the four divisions of human society were created by me. In civilized human society, there must be the divisions of Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, and Shudra, and everyone must properly execute his occupational duty in accordance with his division. Here it is described, Swadharma Nishtaha, that it does not matter whether one is a Brahmanic, Kshatriya, Vaishya, or Shudra. If one sticks to his position and properly executes his particular duty, he is considered a civilized human being. Otherwise, he is no better than an animal. It is also mentioned herein that whoever executes his occupational duty, Swadharma, for 100 births, for instance, if a Brahmana continues to act as a Brahmana, becomes eligible for promotion to Brahmaloka, the planet where Lord Brahma lives. There is also a planet called Shivaloka or Sada Shivaloka, which is situated in a marginal position between the spiritual and material worlds. If after being situated in Brahmaloka one becomes more qualified, 
he is promoted to Sadashiva Loka. Similarly, when one becomes even more qualified, he can attain the Vaikuntha Lokas. The Vaikuntha Lokas are targets for everyone, even the demigods, and they can be attained by a devotee who has no desire for material benefit. As indicated in Bhagavad Gita 8.16, one does not escape material miseries even if he is elevated to Brahma-loka, Abrahma, Bhuvana-loka, Punar, Avartinorjuna. Similarly, one is not very safe, even if he is promoted to Shiva-loka, because the planet of Shiva-loka is marginal. However, if one attains Vaikuntha-loka, he attains the highest perfection of life and the end of the evolutionary process. In other words, it is confirmed herein that a person in human society who has developed consciousness must take to Krishna consciousness in order to be promoted to Vaikuntha Loka or Krishna Loka immediately after leaving the body. A devotee who is fully in Krishna consciousness, who is not attracted by any other Loka or planet, including Brahma Loka and Shiva Loka, is immediately transferred to Krishna Loka, Mam Eti. That is the highest perfection of life and the perfection of the evolutionary process. Swadharma nishta shata janmabi puman verinchitam eti tata param himam avyak vritam bhagavato tvavaishnavam padam yataham vibuddha kalatyaye. A person who executes his occupational duty properly for 100 births becomes qualified to, ex- to occupy the post of Brahma. And if he comes more qualified, he can approach Lord Shiva. A person who is directly surrendered to Lord Krishna or Vishnu in unalloyed devotional service is immediately promoted to the spiritual planets. Lord Shiva and other demigods attain these planets after the destruction of this material world. So here is Lord Shiva speaking about a step-by-step process, as Prabhupada's calling it, the evolutionary process. And uh, also the direct process. As Prabhupada would say, do you want to take the steps or do you want to take the elevator? So I think it was in the 1960s when there was a major blackout of electricity in New York City. Uh, The electrical provider, Con Edison, they had some problem that all their substations went out at once. I remember years later, uh, my husband worked for Con Edison and they're in in the 70s. And their main focus was, may that never happen again. I think the power was down for something like 16 hours in all of New York, something like that. I remember my mother had just gotten off of an elevator when the power went out. Many people were stuck in elevators. And my, uh, one of my grown sisters lived in New York at the time. And they were on a very high floor in an apartment building. I don't remember what floor. 29th? I don't remember. Some, some high floor. And her husband came home from work. And the elevators were down, and he had to walk up all those stairs. Right? Of course, uh, many of you have been to Tirupati. And in Tirupati, many people walk up the stairs to see Balaji. In fact, many people not only walk up the stairs, but they travel from a long distance just to get to Tirupati. Uh, Some of them, of course, come by car or by bus or by plane. Some people walk. And then they get to, uh, the, to the town of Tirupati at the base, and Tirumala's up on the mountain. And so then they walk up the stairs. I mean, it's, it's quite nice. The arrangement made 
to walk up Tirumala from Tirupati to walk up the mountain. There, the stairs are covered with an awning. This is South India. It can get extremely hot. And of course, in the rainy season, it can get very rainy. And as you walk up the stairs, up the, I have not walked up the mountain, but I've seen the stairs. So there's places where you can get drinking water. There's uh, toilets. There's places to rest. And many people take those stairs. So uh, I've been to Tirumala several times, but I always go up by vehicle. The first time that we went in 1986, we took a bus. I remember the bus going up these winding roads, <laughs> and there were all these signs to slow down. They would have signs saying, better late than never, <laughs> as you're going up the roads. And every other time I've been by car. Uh, so, you know, if you can take a car, I mean, you may want to take the steps as an austerity, as a tapasya, as some evidence of your devotion, just like... Uh, in Jerusalem, there are people who follow the path that Jesus supposedly went on when he was led to the crucifixion, and they will go on their knees. They will, they will walk the path on their knees, or sometimes people will walk the path carrying a wooden cross uh, in, in that way, like Jesus. So people may do that as an austerity, as some indication of, of their love for God. Uh, but if you want to get somewhere... Uh, then you don't crawl on your knees. <laughs> or, you know, you don't take step by step for so many hours. You, you take the fastest route to get there. If the elevator's working, then you take the elevator. So here's talking about a very long evolutionary process. And Srila Prabhupada, although he's using the evolutionary process and he's talking about from aquatics to insects and so forth, Srila Prabhupada does not mean that aquatics turn into insects. It's not that a fish turns into a mosquito, right? Or, or actually, aquatics turn into creepers. So it's not that the fish turn into plants and the plants turn into mosquitoes and lizards. That's not what Shiva Prabhupada means. He's talking about the journey of the soul through these different bodies. I mean, just like a person, you know, this isn't so much the case today, but my father got his first job in his, his father's company, in his grandfather's company, where at first he was what they call a stock boy. So he's just taking care of the stock. And then if he does that well, he gets the next job and the next job. And then, of course, because he was the president's son and the former president's grandson, he eventually became the president of the company and then the CEO of the company. But the point is that he worked his way up. He evolved through the company. So he went through one job after another, or we do that in school. You know, we're in grade one, and then we're in grade two, and then we're in grade three. And we're a person moving through the grades. So the soul can move once the soul falls down to a particular level, as explained in the third canto by Lord Kapiladev, that a sinful living entity will fall down to a lower species. So whatever lower species one falls down to, then one has to gradually work one's way back up to the human form of life, which may take many, 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 many millions of births because when I have to take birth in so many species on the way, this gradual step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step process. And then one finally becomes a human being. Of course, one doesn't have to fall down in the lower species. Uh, Prabhupada says our first birth in the material world is Lord Brahma, and it's explained very nicely in the Bhagavad Gita that Lord Brahma and his associates can immediately go back to Godhead at the end of that life. So one doesn't have to fall down uh, into the lowest species. One could become Lord Brahman, a demigod, and a human being, and then go back up to be a demigod. Prabhupada talks about that too, the Ferris wheel. 
of going from demigod to human, demigod to human, so forth and so on. Uh, but anyway, finally one comes to human, and then among the human, there's the uncivilized people. We used to call them tribals, now they usually call them indigenous people. And, of course, many of the so-called civilized people today are really uncivilized. And some of the groups that we would call tribals were actually much more civilized than many of the people were calling civilized. And Prabhupada here is describing civilized as people who have different dharmas according to their natures. Just like uh, someone who has a ksatriya nature, they have a dharma to protect and to be violent in the course of protecting. But someone who has a brahminical nature, they have a dharma to be forgiving. The brahmanas are not meant to be violent. And sometimes we find uh, that, like with King Vena, that the brahmanas became violent, and by chanting, mm, <laughs> they, they killed Vena. But generally that's not their business. Just like Prabhupada often talks about how when Vishramrita came to visit Dasarath, that Vishramrita was complaining about demons bothering the yagya, and he had the power to kill them, but he didn't. It's not his dharma. So according to one's nature, one has different dharma. The, what is the right action depends upon one's nature. And th this makes a lot of sense. I mean, if we think about a material object, then we can think about uh, that any material object has its particular um, job to do, its particular nature. You know, like you have different parts in a machine, and each part has its own job to do. And so if a part does tries to do the job of another part, it's a problem. And that's true with the organs of our body also. You know, my brain cells has one have one job, my skin cells have another job, my stomach cells have another job, and so forth. And each part, each cell of the body is supposed to do its own job, and it has very different jobs. You know, if the cells of the brain start secreting uh, acid... <laughs> You know, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> that's going to be a very big problem. <laughs> and I'm going to be dead very soon. But if the stomach cells don't secrete acid, I'm also going to be dead very soon. So it, each of them has their own job to do. It, interesting, you know, the child in the womb is at first one undifferentiated cell. And gradually it uh, splits, it divides, and then it differentiates. So also among human society, there's differentiation according to different natures, and each nature has its own job. And if, it, if a person does the job according to their nature, uh, then the whole universe runs nicely. The person is happy, society is happy, Krishna is happy, everybody's happy. Of course, doing our job perfectly is not so easy. Uh, we may not know who we are, we may not know what our job is, uh, we may be selfish and so not do our job perfectly. Of course, when bodily cells become selfish, they become cancerous and they poison the whole body. And this is, of course, the case with so many people today. So here, the step-by-step -step process when you're a civilized human being is to do your job perfectly for 100 births. Now, Prabhupada gives the example that that can mean you're a brahmana and you're a perfect brahmana for 100 births. Right? But he also says it doesn't matter what varna you are if you do the job of your varna. So presumably that could also mean that in different lifetimes you may exhibit somewhat different natures, but you may be going you know, up through the varnas, so to speak, 
But whatever it is, you do your job perfectly. Huh? You do your swadharma, the dharma that belongs to you, nishta. You stay in your dharma for 100 births. Uh, that's quite a job. I mean, I think most of us would admit, especially in Course in Kali Yuga, that doing our, figuring out what our swadharma is uh, and doing it even, you know, one quarter perfectly <laughs> is, is a very high order. It's not an easy thing. Uh, just like uh, Srila Prabhupada instituted the concept of taking vows at Diksha, and he gave us five vows, uh, no illicit sex, no eating of meat, fish or eggs, no intoxication, no gambling, and to chant a minimum of 16 rounds of the Hare Krishna mantra, trying to avoid the offenses. Uh, but we see practically that many people struggle to keep these five vows. That from, from, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's, it's more than one or two percent that struggle at some point. Some people struggle for a week, some people struggle for years to keep one or more of these vows. You know, and, and what to speak of for 100 births. You know, or we can think about anything that, that we struggle with, anything that we know is the right thing to do, we know is the right way to behave, and it's a struggle for us. Maybe we have some bad habit with something, whatever it may be. I mean, it could be a minor bad habit of you know, interrupting people or something like that, or not returning uh, phone calls or <laughs> whatever it may be. Uh, and someone's pointed out to you, oh, you have this bad habit. Oh, yes, I know I have this bad habit, and so forth. So to really perfectly follow your own dharma for 100 births, whoa, what a step-by-step process. And then one can uh, become Lord Brahma. One can be at the planet of Lord Brahma, or one can become Lord Brahma, which is, of course, the desire of uh, the conditioned soul to be God, <laughs> to be the master of the universe. I mean, I know I would like to control my life and I'd like to control the lives of others as well. Right? I mean, if we're honest. I'd like to be able to say, okay, I want my life to work like this, like this, like this, like this. I want this person to do this and this person to do that and that person to do this and this person to do the other thing. And... Um, <laughs> Right? I'd like to be able to control everybody. Uh, today we, we gave a presentation to the GBC and one of the people presenting hadn't put together a, a, a PowerPoint. He was just speaking without a PowerPoint and he had the camera facing away from him so the camera was just looking at his bed and then he was speaking far from the camera, from the, from the microphone and there was an echo and so people were writing me Tell him to speak into the microphone. Tell him to turn around. Where's his presentation? And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I can't control him. I can't, can't get this person to do what I would like him to do. But there you go. You get to be Lord Brahman. The universe is your body. You know, it's explained that the universe is the body of Lord Brahman. That's the body of the Lord. It's also considered the body of Lord Brahman, which is why when Lord Brahman takes a little nap, you know, there's all this destruction. Kalaya Payodi delays. Prabhupada quotes here from Jayadeva Swami. Uh, so, you know, that's what we want. We want to be able to just move the universe as our own body and be able to control what's happening in the universe. So, what a step-by-step thing, you know. And then, if you're even more qualified, then you can go to Lord Shiva's planet. And then from there, you can go to Vaikuntha. We think, of course, here about uh, Gopal Kumar. So those of you who study Brihabhagavatamrita Part 2, and if you haven't, please do so. So Gopal Kumar is going higher and higher on this planet, then he goes higher and higher on other planets. He goes to Indra's planet, he goes to the planet of Prajapadis, the planet of the Ganis, 
and then he goes to Lord Brahma's planet, he becomes Lord Brahma, then he gets liberation, he goes into the uh, Brahma Jyoti, and then he sees Lord Shiva, and then he goes to Vaikuntha, and then he goes to, uh, in Vaikuntha he goes to Ayodhya, and then he goes to Dwaraka, and he goes finally to Goloka Vrindavan. So he's going to these higher and higher realms. And it's interesting, like Prabhupada says here, Shiva Loka is marginal. When he gets to Shiva's planet, so there all the entities are worshipping Shiva as God. And at that, at that time, uh, Gopal Kumar's not so happy. He's thinking, where, where's my Lord? Where's Madan Gopal? And Lord Shiva assumes the form of Madan Gopal, but he doesn't have the madhurya, he doesn't have the sweetness of Madan Gopal. And so Gopal Kumar is kind of disappointed. He's like, no, it's not quite. <laughs> you know, and then these Vishnu Judas come. They're coming from Vaikuntha into the material worlds to rescue anyone who at the time of death is hearing or chanting even Namabash. And Gopal Kumar sees them and he's like, who are they? And Kamaris uh, Ganesh or Nandi takes Gopal Kumar aside and says, shh. Don't let the other associates of Lord Shiva hear you because they think he's supreme. But these are messengers from the highest realm, from Vaikuntha, the realm of Lord Vishnu. And uh, here's the process for going there. Uh, yeah? So although it is said here that one can become even more purified and go from the realm of Lord Shiva to that of Lord Vishnu, those in the realm of Lord Shiva often don't even understand about Lord Vishnu. They're, they're thinking Lord Shiva is, is God. And then even at Vaikuntha, Right? Gopal Kumar is finding out that there's higher and higher realms uh, within Vaikuntha. So, why not go to the highest place directly? I mean, why take the stairs? Long, arduous process, and you may not even get there. Right? I mean, I don't know if I could follow my Swadharma for 100 births. I'm not even sure if I can follow it for one birth. I'm not even sure I know what it is. You know, I mean, really, that seems really hard, and I don't really want to get distracted by Lord Shiva's planet. You know, I mean, it sometimes says, like, the, the devotees, when they're going to Vaikuntha, they can travel on an airplane and see all the planets. Like Dhruva Maharaj, who's seeing all the planets. I mean, I don't know. I don't even think I have a desire for sightseeing. Why do I need to see the planet of Lord Brahma? I mean, I know he has a really cool assembly house. You know, when Maharaj Yudhisthira was, was asking Narada Muni, he said, you know, I have this amazing assembly house built by Maya Dhanava. Does anyone else in the universe have an assembly house, you know, as cool as mine? And Narada says, well, you know, Lord Brahma's assembly house, you can't even tell how many dimensions it has, and you can't even tell what's going on in terms of time. You know, it's only shifting. <laughs> and Yudhisthira was like, oh... You know, so that might be interesting to see Lord Shiva's abode, but I, I don't think so. You know, Abrahma Bhuvana Loka Punarvartin Orjina Malapeta Tukantaya Punajanmana Vijite. As Prabhupada said, it's all chewing the chewed. All of these abodes, they're all, you know, well, Lord Brahma's abode is above liberation. But the pure love that we want, that we're hankering for, you know, we're not going to find that whether we're fish or grass or insects or we're Lord Brahma or we're on Lord Shiva's planet. That's what we want. 
you know, what we really want is to be fully surrendered in love to someone. We, we want to lose our, our rationality and lose our, ourselves, in a sense. Uh, we want to fall madly in love like a crazy person. We want to lose our head in love. And we want to be in love with the best person who will always be there for us, our very best friend and, and the supreme controller, you know. So that's what we want. And why not just go for it directly? You know, why take this long, slow process? So what I think a lot of uh, people don't understand, even though they come to a Krishna consciousness through Srila Prabhupada, the followers of, of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati, or uh, even broadly through the Gaudiya Sampradaya, is that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers are really teaching the direct route. I mean, if we look at the conversation between Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy, Mahaprabhu is rejecting as external even things like Yat Karoshi, Yat Ignashi, Yat Tahosi, Dinasi, Yat Tapasasi, Kantaya, Tatkarush, Mahaprabhu is rejecting that as external. Why? Because one could do that with a new party, with a designation as part of your material swadharma. One could say, okay, I am a Vaisha, I'm a Vaisha man, I'm a Vaisha woman, I'm a Shudra woman, I'm a Brahmin man, you know, I have my swadharma, but I'm doing it to please Krishna. I'm doing it for Krishna's satisfaction. But one is still thinking, I'm a this or a that in the world. One is still thinking in terms of the body. One is thinking in terms of the material mind. So therefore, Mahaprabhu says, that's external. And even when we want to go to the platform of Gyan, Lord Shiva's abode, which is beyond these designations, Chaitravanya Mayashasam, beyond this, Lord Shiva's abode is, is beyond liberation. You know, Sarvadharma and Pritchaja, even that, Mahaprabhu said, is external. Even Gan Mijabhakti, even Sarvadharma and Pritchaja, he said that's external. Because that has a, a connotation to liberation. All right, I'm not a Brahmana, I'm not a Ksatri, I'm not a Vaishya, I'm not a Shudra, I'm not a Brahmacharya, I'm not a Grahasta, I'm not a Vanaprasta, I'm not a Sannyasi, I'm not a man, I'm not a woman, I'm not old, I'm not young, I'm not Indian, I'm not Spanish, I'm not Brazilian, I'm not Chinese. But it's still external. Instead of I am, I'm not. But it's still focused on all the Upadis. Mahaprabhu isn't satisfied until Ramananda Roy goes to pure bhakti. Mahaprabhu is not satisfied until Ramananda Roy comes to that platform of bhakti without any mixture of karma and gyan. Here to go to Lord Brahma's planet, you have to have this, be a perfect karma yogi to go to Lord Shiva's planet, a perfect uh, gyan yogi. But Mahaprabhu was like, no, prema pumartha mahan, go right for love. And not only right for love, go right for love to Vrajkishore Krishna. Right to love to Nanda Nandana Krishna. To the, the sweetest form. Madhuradi Patera Kilam Madhuram. He who's full of sweetness. 
love him. And what's really amazing is that if we go to love of Krishna, it doesn't matter where we are on this evolutionary cycle. You know, you can be in an animal body. Mahaprabhu delivered a dog that became fond of Shiva Nandasane. I mean, I know in the West, dogs are considered very exalted. But, you know, according to Shastra, dogs are kind of low creatures. And a dog? The Lord was delivering monkeys, which are certainly low and and mischievous creatures. So what to speak of us? You know, we're in this particular juncture in the evolutionary cycle. We are humans in Kali Yuga. It's not very exalted. <laughs> As I often bring up, I said we're in the lowest of the middle planetary systems. So we're at the lowest of the middle planets. We're a human being. You know, we're pretty messed up. And it's Kali Yuga. We fight over anything. And we fight just to fight. We don't even care what we're fighting about. We don't even know what we're fighting about. I'm sure all of us with a family member has gotten into a really bad, bad fight. And after a while, you don't even know what you were fighting about. You know, a year later, five years later, I remember we got in a really, you remember? Yeah, we were visiting those people and we got in a really bad fight in the car. What were we fighting about? I don't know. What were we fighting about? I don't know. People, you know, just the age of quarrel. People are fighting for recreation. (laughs) We're so unqualified. And then we can just go right to the top. Poof! I mean, we practically don't even have to take the elevator. It's practically like just, you know, there we are. There we are. We just chant Hare Krishna, we read the Bhagavatam, we take prasadam, we preach Krishna consciousness. There we are. Falling in love with Krishna. You know, just a few days of contact with Krishna consciousness. You know, you just read Srila Prabhupada's Krishna book and you're like, wow, I want to know that person. So how amazing. We're so unqualified, in, at least for myself, I don't know, maybe all of you are highly qualified in karma and again, but generally in Kali Yuga, you know, we're, we're just really not, you know, I don't know. We're, we're not, not too much higher than the animals, as Prabhupada says here. And yet Mahaprabhu just takes us. Okay, just jump up, you know. Like I, I've been in, in buildings, especially in New York, that has very tall buildings in Manhattan, so you have, let's say the building has, you know, like 85 floors. So there'll be an elevator that goes from floor 1 to floor 20, and then there's one, it, everything stops at floor number 1. But some of them skips 20 floors, and it goes, you know, to 21 to 40. And then some of the elevators are going to go from floor 60 to 40, you know, 480. Like you can get it in on the first floor, but it goes zoom <laughs> up to floor 60, and then it'll stop between floor 60 and 480. So that's... Uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. It's just this elevator, you can get in it at the ground floor, but you're going right to the top, directly, in this, this one birth, in this one birth, in this one birth. Just, if we just simply stick to this process, it probably is making it so simple. No meat, fish, and eggs, that's, that's pretty simple. I think, I think everybody can do that. No intoxication. I mean, yeah, that's, that's not hard. No illicit sex. A lot of people struggle with that one, but you know, I think we can do it. 
There's a lot of atheists and demons who can do that. No gambling? I can do that. 16 rounds, what's that? Hour and a half, two hours a day to sit down and think about the Lord? I can do that. So many people are, you know, going to the gym for an hour or two and then meditating and like, and how many hours are people watching television? The average, I think, in America is six hours a day. I'm sure with the pandemic, that's gone way up. But, you know, people are spending their time. I, I remember, you know, when I'm, um, my first child was born and I was thinking about all the women in America who had you know, a husband and a child and a dog <laughs> and a home and, and they also had a job. And I thought, so why can't I have time for my sadhana if so many materialistic people are doing so many things? So we can do that. And then it's just, we can go to Krishna Prema in this life. In this life, we can go to Krishna Prema. We don't need to be so concerned. We really don't need to be so concerned with all the details of Swadharma, of this world. It's not that we don't care at all. Srila Prabhupada did want to establish Varnashram as far as possible in Kali Yuga. We can certainly establish principles of Varna Dharma, principles of Ashram Dharma. But to, get, to try to get all the details of Varna and Ashram Dharma and to have that as our main focus, uh, then, you know, we'll be lucky if we just get a little higher birth next time. <laughs> you know, to think, I'm going to get it all right and go to Lord Brahma. And what do you want to go to be Lord Brahma for anyway? Why make that as our goal? Why not make our goal that we're running and playing in the pasturing grounds in Vraja uh, with the cows, with the peacocks, the parrots, the desire trees, the Jamuna River? Why, why not make that as our goal? So, questions, comments, corrections, additions, subtractions? Yes. Are you attracted to Satyarats? Who, what? You're talking to me? Yep. <laughs> I'm not answering such a question. Everybody, everybody's playing in the forest of McDonald's. Maybe I'm just a deer or something. Maybe I'm just a blade of grass. That would be nice. Who'd ever wanted to be a blade of grass? Right. Yeah. I mean, the parents don't usually go into the forest, but sometimes the parents go into the forest. So, yeah. The, the gopis are playing in the forest, the coward boys are playing in the forest, the animals are playing, the forest animals, the cows are playing. I mean, even the desire trees are playing in the forest. The parents don't go that many times. Sometimes, sometimes even the parents go and have a picnic in the forest. And sometimes, you know, they do that sometimes too, in the pasturing grounds. Sometimes the, the coward men, they're going in the forest. Uh, to herd the cows also. So, so many. That's not just Sakiba. Running and playing. Okay. I, I, make, I make a good point, um, Vidyagdhamadava Prabhu, in my classes. 
to emphasize all of the rasas. I actually do that very deliberately for many reasons. So please do not think you can understand anything about me. I don't even know anything about who I am. All I know is by hearing from the Shastra that I must be a soul and not this body. That's all I know. What do I know? What is it? Everyone calls me a pandit, but I don't know who I am. That's all I can say. Mahalakshmi, did you have a question? Yes, I have a question. Yes, what's that? Um, I it, but it's, okay. Um, generally, we hear that a devotee who reaches pure devotional service has to take birth in a planet in some universe where Krishna is performing his pastimes. But mm. here, we hear that the devotee who offers pure devotional service goes directly to the Vaikuntas. Well, that depends. You go If you're going to Vaikuntha, you're going to go directly to Vaikuntha. For Krishna's intimate pastimes, our acharyas tell us that one gets training first in the planet where Krishna's having his pastimes in the material world. And, and one reason for that may also be that the living entity is not completely purified. So we have many uh, ex- examples of persons joining Krishna's pastimes in the material world who still have something to deal with. Even some of the gopis, you know, who still had some attachments. Or right now, here in Hillsborough, we're reading about the wives of the brahmanas. And how the wives of the brahmanas, uh, we were just reading a couple days ago, how they were attracted to Krishna in conjugal love, uh, but they weren't going to exhibit that then, as the wives of the brahmanas. So there, that may be another uh, stage of understanding and promotion, etc., that devotees uh, go through to enter Krishna's pastimes. And that, that's a very nice thing, you know, to think that our, our final stages of purification are going to be directly with Krishna and Krishna's eternal associates. I mean, that's, that's nice. And to think that, wow, even if I'm not fully on the platform of prema in this life, I can join Krishna's associates on the material planet and I can achieve those that uh, stage with them. So I, I find that very comforting. Yeah. Thank you. Anybody else? So here it refers to Vaikuntha planets. It's, of course, it says Vaikuntha. It doesn't say Krishna Loka. Yeah, but even if we say going to where Krishna is having his pastimes in the material world, one could also say that's direct, you know. In other words, you're not going through all these material changes. Hmm. You mentioned um, when you're talking about levels that are external, and you kind of threw in that batch Sarva Dharma Purutra Chakra which yeah. says you know, give up all forms of Dharma and just surrender to me yeah. I was kind of wondering how, how, why you put that in that category of external well we'll have to ask Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that question so let's let's go there so let's go to Madhya Eight and Sarva Dharma. Okay. 
so this is where yeah Lord Chaitanya's response to Sarvadharma Prachaja was Eko Bhaya Bhaya it's, it's external it says it's external and Prabhupada talks about this as being the place of the marginal so he's talking about Sarvadharma Prachaja to be a, a marginal sphere I mean, here, the marginal is, in today's verse, it's compared to Lord Shiva, but Shiva Prabhupada, in his commentary, where Mahaprabhu rejects this, he's talking about uh, Viraja Nadi, no understanding of the Supreme Lord and his transcendental loving service. Without spiritual knowledge, simple detachment from material conditions is but another side of material existence. From the spiritual point of view, it's all external. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu rejected this proposal, right, then Ramananda Roy went to Gyan Mishra Bhakti. Mm. So it, it's, quite, uh, it's quite interesting. It seems that discussion between Lord Chaitanya and Ramananda Roy is like, I don't know, I, I can't say anything offhand that goes higher. I mean, it just—I start getting uncomfortable almost when you get up. When that conversation just keeps going deeper and deeper, it's yeah. I, I get that. I mean, yeah, it's Maja eight sixty-three, where Ramananda Roy is quoting Sarvadharma and Prachaja, and then uh, in 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 uh, eight sixty-four, Richard Tennis says that's external. And then, and then Ramanandaray says, well, what about Gyan Mishra Bhakti? So they have Sarvadharma Vrachaja under Gyan Mishra Bhakti. Interesting. Indeed. Uh, I, have, I have a question. Uh, the example that you gave about uh, the, uh, in New York, they have these elevators, you know, some of them just go right past going to the top floors. So with the analogy about the elevator, you, know, you can just take it straight to the 100th floor, whatever it is, go to go welcome and Donovan. Now, for those that, you know, go to Vaikuntha, once they get to the Vaikuntha, there's no material desires like that. So can, from Vaikuntha, can you still take the elevator to go up to higher and higher floors. According to Srimad Prabhupada in Nectar Devotion, yes, although it's interesting where Prabhupada writes that in Nectar Devotion, if you look up the verse and commentary that he's making reference to, there's nothing there. So it's just something that Srimad Prabhupada's saying. Of course, we do have the example of Gopal Kumar. And Gopal Kumar did that. He went from Vaikuntha to higher and higher realms. It's funny, I never connected with Gopal Kumar because he was always, he always wanted to, uh, he was never satisfied with anything but Gopal. So what about those that go to Vaikuntha? They, they're satisfied with Vaikuntha atmosphere, but can they change their desires? Uh, I don't know. Prabhupada just says simply that those in Vaikuntha may still be making progress. They may still be, I don't remember the exact word. But they may still be, uh, maybe I could find it quickly, I don't know if I can or not. But he says that they're, um, they may still be going through those uh, 
asking this is because uh, here we are in this material world with all kinds of material desires, and we're getting the opportunity to, to go to the highest of all abodes, Krishna Loka, but still struggling with material desires. So, what if we you know, only, only get purified enough to, you know, barely get into Vaikuntha? You know, are we ever going to have? get the desire to go to the highest realm. Okay, here it is. It's from Nectar Devotion, Chapter 4. The text exceeds the maximum length. The message won't be sent. All right. Anyway, it's in um, Nectar Devotion, Chapter 4. And uh, says, Some of the liberated persons who have achieved these four stages of liberation may also develop affection for Krishna and be promoted to the Goloka Vrindavan planet in the spiritual sky. In other words, those who are already promoted to the Vaikuntha planets and who possess the four kinds of liberation may also sometimes develop affection for Krishna and become promoted to Krishna Loka. So those who are in the four liberated states may still be going through different stages of existence. In the beginning, they may want the opulences of Krishna, but at the mature stage, the dormant love for Krishna exhibited in Vrindavan becomes prominent in their hearts. As such, the period... So that's the, the end of that section. Nectar Devotion, Chapter 4. It's right after the description of the five kinds of liberation. And don't worry, Krishna's going to give us what we want. He's not going to give... Eko Bhamunam Yoga Dabati Kama. Krishna's not going to cheat you. Don't worry. Like, seriously, don't worry. If you want Krishna, you're going to get Krishna. I mean, even Jesus said that. What did he say? Like, you know, he said, even though you're wicked, if your child asks you for bread, you're not going to give him a stone. You know, Eko Bahunam Yogadadati Kaman. Krishna's going to fulfill all of our desires. Although so many impediments are still within the heart that go against receiving that grace. Anyway, it may be time. Have some time in the long run, it doesn't matter. All right, I think we should end here. Thank you very much. Shil Prabhupada Ki Jai. Jai.